Welcome to episode 109 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the SBTS we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On episode 109 we talk to one of the Hastings family, new striker David Rodari. We talk Barnes' departure, his future and his thoughts on the return of Aggie. Then it's the SBTS Fan Roundtable. We talk our feelings on that Barnes new era, departures and the return of that English Jose himself, Chris Agata. Enjoy, SBTS fans. An hour or two, David Rodari. It gives me great pleasure to have the wonderful David Rodari, uh, not only striker for Hastings, but a lover of Cristiano Ronaldo. Correct. Correct. Yeah, which we will be talking about. Uh, it's Perfect. my podcast, so I want to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. It doesn't have to all be about Hastings. David, it has been a good couple of years since I spoke to you. Um, I know, yes. Do you remember what who was on with you? I yeah, think... he- Henry. Henry. Oh, Henry. Bro- oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Henry, Bro- Henry Brookshaw, who now is, he was a little lad that, uh, for the people that haven't seen that episode, it was... Uh, a lad that um, was an absolutely obsessed with uh, David and did lots of uh, like nice drawings of him and all this sort of stuff. Now <laughs> he is now about four foot taller. You know, is it? Yeah, a, yeah, oh. it's, yeah. And it, I'm I'm sorry, Dav. He's probably more interested in girls now than drawing pictures of. Oh. <laughs> That's um, fine. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been a been a while. So just to to kind of. Like you, you then moved on to actually when I interviewed you, I think you'd just gone to Crawley. Just gone. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was just at the start. Yeah, so you did Crawley, Worthing, and Dartford, Dartford, Dorking. Yeah, Dorking. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> Been I mean, everywhere. Yeah. What? So what? Like, because obviously you, like with us, you had a really terrible run of injuries. Um, yes. And you managed to bounce back because of that mindset you got. You, you know, you've, you've, you know, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. How that last couple of years? Do you want to just maybe go through what, what that kind of journey? Yeah. What? Uh, just since I left Hastings. Yeah. 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 So yeah, joined Crawley. Signed mm. obviously a two and a half year deal, which was good. So, you know, like, so if anything happened with my injuries, I at least mm. had some some sort of protections as well. Yeah. Obviously, full time club. It was it was good, but. I did expect more from it, mm. just because of the the way we kind of trained the Hastings with Aggie, because mm. it was sort of almost full time. We were training like two mornings and one evening as an as an only club, mm. and then obviously joining Crawley was every day. But like I said, the things that surprised me the most is the not so much the facilities because there's not many leagues in between, obviously National League or and and, and League Two, but it's mainly more like the training wise. 
what what I did I think the most I've improved was when I was at Hastings and then obviously yeah. since leaving that I did improve but not as much as I thought I would have Okay. This could be part of me or part of the coaching, you know. It could be yeah. both, so I'm mm. not going to just blame the coaches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then obviously the first six six months at Crawley were really good because I think I made, I made about 13 appearances or something mm. like that. Scored one goal, which was good as well, you know, just something to take off mm. my football career. And uh, and then I, after that, it kind of went, it went downhill at Crawley, but obviously as a personal career, I think it went uphill. For me yeah. going out on loan because obviously I gained experience at national league level. Yeah. Obviously I got I, I got to experience the promotion with Dawkins, you know, which everyone talks about now. Everyone watches their YouTube channel and a bunch of amateurs. Uh, something that I've been part of. Yeah. You know. And what do you make of that guy? You know that manager, the manager chairman. Uh, is he? You know what people? Is he like that in people, real life? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he loves a banter. He, he loves taking the piss to you, but mm. obviously. It's kind of like it, it doesn't mean it. Like he, mm. what I like about him is that when he jokes, like he always finds the right time to joke. But then when it's time to actually do work, he like yeah. he puts his head down and stuff. And like I said, people, I think people underestimate him because obviously he's got no coaching badges or anything. So mm. they might think, oh, he, he can't be a coach, but he's probably he could be up there with my top three coaches mm. of um, as a like um, what he gives you tactically and what what kind of uh, information he gives you about the other team. So he's, al- mm. he always, he's always been right when I was there, how the other team would have scored, how they would have played and stuff. Mm. So yeah, it was good. And then I, obviously I, uh, and then I, I joined Worthing the year after for a little bit before joining Dorking. So that was good. And then the year after, I just sort of, because the new manager coming in, I thought, you know, I'm just going to, I'm not going to waste time around. Yeah. Like I did, the, the, not the first half, but the, the first proper year, when I started pursuing recording, where right. I didn't really, I sort of just waited to see where I was going to go. Or like, you know, if I was going to be in, in around the team, obviously with injuries, that killed me a little bit. But yeah. And then the last year, because a new manager coming in, I did all pre-season. And then I, I basically just said to him straight away, I said, do you want me to stay or go on loan? Hmm. And, and obviously he, he said, he, he would have rather me to go on loan to get some games and stuff like that. Because obviously I, he didn't think I was ready to be in star 11 or, you know, Bench, mm. I said, yeah, that's fine. And then last year was probably my best year I've had in football, really. Like, obviously, with Darford, it was really good. Yeah. I did leave in January for some certain reason. One of them was just because I didn't like the way, like, I didn't think it was beneficial to me how they played. Because mm. obviously, I want to score goals and stuff, where yeah. I only scored three goals in about 20 appearances. Mm. Even though I was playing, I was playing most of the time, you know, I just thought, I, you know, I, I, I have to score goals to get notice and stuff. Yeah. Even though when I left, we were second in the league. So it was good. And then when I joined Worthing, it was, yeah, it was a really good six months. Like Hinch, obviously, knowing him at, when he was at Hastings and stuff, he just thought to brought me in. And even I, even if I was playing as a winger, like, I was getting in and around the box. So where we played, we smashed, we like, absolutely smashed him. And then yeah. we got to the playoff semifinals. We won the first round against Brent, we scored as well. Which was good, and then yeah, semi-finals we lost against. To be fair, Oxford were really good. Yeah. Like obviously they go up as well that that year. And then we played at the Amex and won the Sussex Senior Cup, which was an experience, yeah. <laughs> a really good experience. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so then as I said, I spoke to uh, uh, our ex-manager Paul Barnes not that long ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Said that that they, they kind of put a squad together, and then 
yeah you, you you and um adam become available um i don't know if it was he knew adam or he knew you or who how that happens Tony, he did ask me around um june time what yeah well what, what was i doing and obviously i i was just waiting on some clubs to mm. see what they could offer you know propose so i just waited while stoney did put me an offer and then i just said to him like i basically said to him look just don't wait around for me yeah because yes I'd, I'd love to come back and help but like i said i, I want to play as high as i can yeah yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to give you a promise that I might not be able to keep, because obviously in the meantime he could go and look for other players yeah. in my position and stuff. So I, I just wait, and then obviously not, nothing happened. Or there was something that happened in the summer, but then he just kind of went all like tits out. So and then I went and did preseason with another team. What to be fair, I can say it was haven't haven't yeah. to Louisville. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously they they said. I didn't do well enough, so they couldn't offer me anything, and which was fair enough. Like you know, everyone's got their own opinion. Yeah, they're not doing great now, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and then I kind of like you know, it, it, how can I say it? I, and then I did, I did message him. Yeah, and we kind of messaged him at the same time, and I said, look, I'll learn, I'll come, because you know, like I wanna. I want to play in a team where, I, or in a club where I know people yeah. love me. You know, I, I, mm. I was there before, and I can score goals in that league and stuff. I played higher, like I played higher before, so now I know how to play even better. You know, mm. and then yeah, and obviously because I knew Barnsley before, I, I didn't know him as a person yet, but he kind of like when I had an injury, when I, when I did my first ACL, second one, he did send me a message, like a nice message mm. about obviously. If I need any help, just let him know and stuff. And um, and I did play against him when he was at Dulwich as well. And I was at Dartford. Yeah, and then I thought, why not coming back? Like, you know, score yeah. goals. Like, I, I would love to go. Really, I didn't get promoted with Hastings that year because I left the year, the year before. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting a promotion, like, especially to the conference south. Like I said, that would be unreal for the club and for Ooh. myself as well. Yeah, well, well right and now then, it would be, yeah. I know, I know what, there's, there's still time, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's, it's we'll still early in the season. Mm. Mm. And then Adam was with our club that, at that time as well, and he just, you know, we couldn't wait around because we, we live in a flat, we live together, me, him and Jamie, so we had to pay bills. And then at that time we weren't working because obviously we just came from full-time football. Mm. So I said to him, I said, look, you, you know you played that before, He's, he's totally different now than he was. Like, new players, new managers. Mm. Like, because obviously I, I was there before him for like two weeks. I, so I, I kind of told him what he was like. I said, uh, mm. I, I reckon you're going to love it because everyone's from London. You know, Barnes is a really good coach, good guy. Mm. Like, he would, he would take care of you and stuff, which he did. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we both went. And it's even better now because obviously we play together. Like, mm. we did the Darford as well. So, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to play. Like, obviously, with one of your best mates. Yeah. Okay, right then. Okay, well, we mentioned in Paul Barnes. What what do we make of the Barnes project then? Because uh, from my point of view, I mean, initially um, it started brightly, but fairly quickly. Where should we say the um, as a fan, David? As a fan, yeah. So uh, please tell me where, if and when I'm wrong. Uh, it seemed like some of the commitment levels went down, and uh, we're very easy to score against now. And uh, yeah. yeah, there was passengers in that team, in my opinion, and. I felt that Paul was very loyal to quite a few, 
to a few of those players that maybe uh, needed to maybe be maybe not be playing, should we say? Yeah. And um, yeah. And putting you out on the wing all the time, I didn't get that one as well. But um, what's your thought? No one wants to hear what I think. Go on, please. Yeah. I think you know what, like we did have a tough run of games to start with, and like obviously even like Chesson and Concord, they might seem to be like really crap team, but you know they came from the conference south as well. But they played mm-hmm. higher last year, then and, and for the last two years. So we did. I thought we had a good start. We mm. we didn't really we didn't really play. We never liked. I think say got into like proper gears. And I, I think even when we beat um, Cray and Concord like three yeah. 0 I, I still think we were in our best. Mm, yeah. So I think we we never really been to that level where we you know like oh we absolutely smashed them five 0 or yeah. even four 0 or even three 0 but like you pop the shit out of them. Mm. Um. Yeah. I think if, uh, I do like Barnes and I always liked him. Yeah, he seems a like a nice guy. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Like, I've you know he seems like he's thing, always been nice. The good thing about him that he takes you as a personal like. On a personal human level, mm. so it's not just all about football. It's all about everything in life. Which, like you know, even coaches in the Premier League now. I think there was a there was a Spurs manager. He was doing like a what is it? What was it like an in, uh, introduction uh, introduction to other coaches about obviously looking at players not just football level but human level because obviously all that mental health that's happening and stuff. So yeah. that was good. But I think it was mainly the players. I think we can't. We sort of kind of got comfortable as well because we knew, oh, you know, we started really well, so we're gonna smash everyone now or whoever we want. Mm. And then we sort of forgot to do the basic, or you know, that's a nice way of putting it, Davs. Yeah, mm. and if if it weren't for you, we'd have lost to Free Bridges as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, against their youth team. What's that about? Oh, anyway. I know. That, mm. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I just, again, I, I know lots of people can, have been asking me this stuff, Dav, so that's why I'm asking. Don't answer if you don't want to. But yeah, like, and honestly, I, any questions? Yeah, yeah, no, cool. But like, genuinely, like Paul Barnes came across as a very nice guy. He was very nice in his interactions with people. He's still nice. I know a few of the fans are still talking with Paul uh, on, because I know he ain't got a Twitter account anymore. But, yeah, I know. It's to go, don't go there, but like uh, on Instagram or something. And like, you know, I mean, not, all the best of the guy but like to me he just come across as too nice and not being able to make those decisions when they needed to be made you know people yeah. were letting it people were letting him down and he carried on picking them and it's cost him his job to be honest and it's yeah i mean i don't know what you think about that no i i think you put it in the right way like like i said he's not his fault or he was partially his fault partially the player's fault and he, he just obviously because he trusted the players he bought in and that's mm. why he bought them in I think they kind of let 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 him down. Not just those players. I think it was everyone. Like even me, and mm. like you know, we lose and win as a team. Yeah. So there were a few passages <laughs> there, mate. I, I, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. We should move on from that's that. That's right. There's a new era starting again. Don't worry. Well, yeah. Let's let, yeah. Let's talk about that. So obviously, Paul Barnes is gone. Uh, wish him all the best. I think that the trigger was pulled at the right time. I feel that yeah. we've got time in the season to um, stability, turn it round, and let's see what happens. But the new era, uh, and the new era is that we know, because this is coming out Saturday, that English Jose himself, Chris Agata's back. What do you feel about that, Dave? Obviously, you've worked with a guy before. He'd done a great job at Hastings uh, mm-hmm. when he was here previously. Um, what's your thoughts on Aggie coming back? I think 
is exciting just because what, what we did before as well, you know, he, we were top of the league for three years in a row. Then obviously COVID and other rules like destroy the league and stuff. But yeah, I think I honestly believe we can still get him from we can still get promoted now, especially now coming in this early as well. Yeah, yeah. As and any lines up, I know that there's probably going to be maybe another one or two departures. Um, yeah. Any anyone anyone in that you can give us a sneak peek about that this is coming out on Saturday? So uh, I have no I idea. Feel. You know, mm. Dav, you're not I, a good spy. You're not a good spy for me, Dav. <laughs> let's talk about okay and then we'll go there right okay Dev so Aggie coming in in um we, we mentioned departures there um Dev are you with us for a period of time um what's what's your future looking like well I just want to like I said my aim for this season is to score between 25 and 30 goals or more and then obviously see where that takes me but like I said because now Aggie coming in as a mm. manager I'll probably want to like you know stick with him as well unless any like obviously because the, the good thing about the club that they will never stop me going anywhere like mm. they did before so obviously if any full-time clubs come in and like you know offer me something obviously yeah. it will be hard to say no of course yeah. full-time job yeah but like Short said, career. yeah but like i said anywhere else i probably wouldn't go because i did get a few offers but i turned them down just because you know it's not it's not always like it's just how can i say um you have to just make the right choice with the right club. Yeah. You know, and it's not all about like, it's not even money and stuff like that, but it's mainly like, you know, who you play with, who's going to be your coach, you know, the location as well. Uh, yeah. I'm well, happy at Hastings and, you know. Good. Actually, this has been quite interesting for the, the fans. In terms of the players that are still here, have you got any good connection with, I mean, obviously Adam, but like, have you, yeah. like, um, what do we think of John Ufa? Um, you know, obviously Jason. Sammy, yeah. um, what any any particular players that are worth a shout out, despite what's happened this season? Yeah, no, to, to be honest, you know, like I, I think everyone's been good. He's been dealing well with the situation. Like we haven't won any games in the last month. You know, we still everyone still try their best. Even Saturday, like especially for those players coming from London that joined because Barnsley brought them in. You know, like they played with players they never played before like and our other age our average age was really young as well like we had Kian Jamal like Freddie come back in you know we had Ibi that that was his second game or first start of the club as a left back so, and even on the bench like I think they were all from the academy except yeah. Teo so I think and and, and TT obviously uh, so like like fair play to them yeah they they're still working hard and do, do, despite do, what's happening do do you think they're gonna stick around, um, David? I mean, yeah, uh, I think once they once they meet Aggie and see the way they co- see the way he coaches, I think yeah, you know, I, I me and Ads did so, did say something to them already about like who's gonna come in and stuff. Hmm. So we kind of warned them that like you know it's gonna be it's gonna turn into a good season now. You gonna talk about Margate? Um, and then we're going to talk uh, fan questions quick. Okay, so yeah, right. okay, so this is Tuesday. Uh, we're calling this Monday. Uh, Tuesday we got Margate. Now Margate, we managed a decent win um, on Saturday. Like usually down the bottom half of the table, a Margate, um, but they're doing okay. Terry, just is just for your information now, David. We have a lady that comes on Terry from Margate, a massive, massive Margate fan. Um, she did tell me that. Um, 
that just as a whisper that the their boys very dodgy around the penalty box give away silly fouls in and around the penalty box and just planting seeds just planting yep. seeds there Dav, yeah <laughs> okay um but a game that you know is is possible to get a result from i mean what, what how's the camp feel how do you feel about it Dav? i think we can go even on saturday we didn't really like get into the game thinking or like, you know, we'll take a point because we started really well. And obviously, yeah. we were 0 at half time. And then, obviously, two mistakes, even for myself, the second goal cost us the game, which, you know, and then they just took it. So it, 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 that's happened. Like, you can just see, I think they kind of shown why they are third in the table just because they're ruthless, you know, yeah. around the box. So, but like I said, at least, like, you know, we, we lost, but we tried our best. You know, we, yeah. we, we, we run. Everyone did their best. The fans that uh, were there said, the fans that were there said that. They also said that if we'd had a bit of luck, we might have been one or two nil up yeah, early yeah. doors. Even like a, the first 10 minutes, Kian Moyes that just came back. I, I don't know if he was on loan or, or he was just with the academy. Like he came back his first game with us. He had two chances in the first 10 minutes, you know. Uh, yeah. But it happens. You yeah, know? It, happens, it happens. Like, yeah. like I said, at least we, we did what we were supposed to do, you know. And also, yeah. we like at half time, we did say to ourselves, we, we want to come back a nil nil and not one nil down like we did any other games before. Because at least we, we know we're still in the game. Yeah. You know, even on one nil down, we're still in the game. And on two nil, we did have, you know, a few chances and stuff. But that's just football. Yeah. Well, it's important. I mean, let's say the, the fans that said they were there, that was the, in terms of effort levels and that was vastly improved. Yeah. But and, um... we'll definitely, we'll definitely go Tuesday to Margate with, a win like mindset. We we'll want to. We we'll want to win. We want to put things back on truck. Yeah. Is, is it going to be a? It's going to be David up the middle. Yeah. Not out on the bloody wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, I don't do the formation. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, back in the middle again. Just when they get mm. the like the whatever it is, the the little piece out. You know, we're on the map to say where everyone's playing. You just put your. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I am. Thank you. But, um. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, great stuff. Well, listen, talking of that, we're, we're talking, obviously, DR7. Let's talk CR7. What, what? first of all, him going from Manchester, obviously, we haven't spoken about this. It's a shocker. I, I can't stand Man U, how they, how they can treat him like that. Um, and then they're talking You're a Man U fan or not? You're me? Not no, fan. I was QPR. I was, uh, I, that's QPR. where I'm from, QPR. So I've, I've got no idea about anything at football. We're terrible. The, but yeah, um, Cristiano, first of all, him leaving Manchester... And how you think he's getting on with the Saudi league? Obviously, I keep seeing all these worldies that he keeps scoring. The man's a genius. Yeah. But your thoughts? I think, you know, the thing is, like, he's Saudi, I think, is doing what the MLS did a few years back then. Mm. When they start bringing all, like, you know, Beckham, Henri, they were all going to America. Where now, and he's, he's such a influence because since he's gone there, he was the first mm. player to go there. Now everyone is exactly. literally following exactly. him. And I'm not... And I know it could be also the money, because obviously if a club offers you 25, 30 million a year mm. and a club offers you 2 million in the Prem, you're not going to say no, are you? Yeah, of course not. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that with him, it's his age as well. So I think he just wanted to be, he, he wanted to go somewhere where he's actually appreciated as well. I think yeah. that was his main thing first. And obviously he didn't want to go to any other club. Firstly, they can't really afford his wage. So, but... I'm hoping he will go back to sporting maybe next year. Yeah, it's maybe. Like, 
one more year or a few more years before he retires back to his old club. Because then he, he could still play Champions League. And, you know, Port, the Portuguese league is probably even better than the French league right now. It's a bit more competitive. So Yeah, I was going to say, there's no point going France. France is <laughs> just... That's, but that's like the Scottish right? league. That's like the Scottish <laughs> league, you know what I mean? Fair play to him. He's 38, still banging goals, you know. And I know he's an easier level, but he's easier for him, though. So. It's all easy for him, man. He, the man's a genius. Yeah, that's what I mean, like... Messi was, he went to PSG at 35 when, when, when Ronaldo was in Serie A in Manu. And he still banged 18 goals in the Prem at 36. Was it 36? He's the GOAT, like, We all know uh, he's the GOAT, man. Messi. <laughs> nah, I, I love Messi, but... Yeah, I, I, I like Messi, really, but he ain't he ain't on the same. No, I, I don't, it's like even same mindset. I don't, I don't think he is. Right, and fan questions. Right, it's fan questions. Okay, right. Uh, Nick, uh, the lovely Nick, behind the goal, Nick. Uh, will you be off in December when the Bernie money runs out? No. 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 There you go, no, Nick. No, no, no. Like I said, unless there's any opportunity to join a yeah. full-time club. But it, but it, ha- it has to be the right club, though. So mm. Yeah. No, I mean, like, us as Hastings fans, we understand. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. you know, you get offered a full-time deal, you're going to, you know, you'd be mad not yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Keith Wareham. Uh, what's your preferred position? Striker. Striker. Oh, oh, Howie, Howie's asked about, do you plan to play in the higher leagues again? Obviously, you've, you've answered that, haven't you? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, when the right time comes and the right club, like I said. Okay. Um, Simon Stoddard asks, are you staying? Kind of answered that. Yeah. Okay, and Matt, Matt Fortin's asked, um, with everything going on behind the scenes, what's team morale like? And he says, I, I imagine it, it can't be easy at times. No, he's tough. Like, like I said, because most of the players came from as well teams that you know we were, I was winning every game last year with Warby and Darford so coming from the in the playoff. John was a Billericay where they had a good season. You know, Jason was in the playoff final for Town. You know, it's not really like he's tough in situations, but I think everyone still does their best. You know, prepare every game like we want to win them. So I think, like I said, once Aggie introduced himself to the players. I think there will be a big boost to all the players as well, especially the ones they've been with him before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last question. Uh, ben Bennett asks, uh, what, what do you make of the new owners? Well, they obviously Dean, Ben and Glyn, they've been around the club for years. And obviously Ben, ex-Wimbledon um, coach, Dean, professional football player. Glyn was a coach at Hastings and other clubs as well. So, yeah, I think nothing changes for them like as well. Like, you know, the plan is always the same, which is, getting promoted or, you know, getting to the playoff and try and do something. Yeah. All right, and Dav, so I, w- I want to know, how many get in Tuesday and then how many get in Saturday? So Tuesday? I don't think I am off for Saturday, though, because I got five yellows. Oh, okay. So well, you're not you're not on Tuesday, but you're... No, nah, I'm on Tuesday, you're on Tuesday. I can't play Saturday. That's I extra know. goals you got to get tomorrow, then. Yeah, so, I, 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 yeah. minimum a hat-trick, minimum. I know. Minimum. The Facebook fans expect. No, no, take care, Dav. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Chris. And no, see you, you Tuesday. You yeah? No, yes. you're welcome, mate. Perfect. Take care.
and now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. Many thanks to Simon, all the way from the Philippines, Ian and Ben for making it happen. What time is it in the world of Simon Stoddart? Uh, 3.32am. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> and and as, of the, as from this uh, coming weekend, it'll be an eight-hour time difference. It's seven hours at the moment, and the, of course, you you lucky lot get the clocks going back at the weekend, don't you? Blimey. We do. Is that lucky? I, I've never considered myself to be lucky for that. Having that, I, having that if, if there's one thing I do not miss about being in England, it's those bloody clocks going back. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> I'm sure I've had one of those those famous Simon Stoddard rants on Facebook or Twitter about that. I'm sure you. Oh, they're in somewhere. Yeah. There will yeah. be. There will be. Yeah, it, it's awful. I hated it. Yeah, so I won't miss that. It, the, it gets dark about the same time every day out here, between five forty-five and ten past six throughout the year, and that's it. Okay. Well, yeah, but never mind. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll get it sorted out. I've been following from afar what's mm. been going on in in. Not been much happening, to be fair. No, no, oh, nothing really. really. Oh. Jesus, I, I, I've never known a six-month period like it. Um, it's a thriller uh, in Manila, mate. Thriller. This is <laughs> going to be a thriller in Manila. Well, uh, well, well. Thank Christ for the internet because it just it does keep me in touch. 90 percent. But there's some things you miss by not being there, definitely. And some you, things you, 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 you don't mind missing by not being there. You, but well, you know. yeah, yeah. But, but you do you do an invaluable job there, Chris, with your uh, podcast, oh. mate. I, I I think people don't get involved so much because it's just a bit of a palaver getting 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 in on it. I always struggle a bit with Zoom for some reason, and uh, that's why I asked you earlier on how to join the bloody thing because I don't do give away the magic, Simon. You're giving away the magic now. Okay, you didn't uh, try. You came on this first time, didn't you? Yeah, smooth yeah. as silk. It was smooth as silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it's a it's a great podcast, mate. It really is. It's it, it, it's invaluable. Yeah, there's and, money uh, in, there's money being sent to. We've got to be able to fit his head on the screen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what, what I like the best yeah. is that you see here, it's a brave new world. You know uh, the, mm. the book, yeah. Oh What's, yeah, yeah. So this is for the episode 109 the previous um you know i do like a, a thumbnail for the every episode this yeah i don't know if anyone ever notices i might just do it for myself my own pleasure but the previous one had uh femi uh bailey and craig stone on it all right uh, all together so i do these things like six to eight weeks ahead of time you know when i can and yeah. obviously like well We'll talk about it later, but like it appears they've all gone. So uh, it's my influence, obviously, um, to get rid of these people, I think. The one, the one I was sorry to see go was Bailey. I, I, I don't quite know what that's about. Uh, I think I think Akin Wande goes where the money is. Um, Do you think? Really? I think. Yeah. I, well, well, somewhat cynically, yeah. yeah. It just... It, pay, as you know, go, never, pay as you go, Femi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but well, I, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the thought amongst you lads was. You know, we, we, we Hastings play up at Hornchurch the other night, and the next minute he signed for him. But then that's semi-professional football, isn't it? It happens like that. So we even gave him a lift there. I mean, <laughs> how? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got, you know, look how we look after these people. Well, anyway. Well, I, I, just to say, this is episode one o one o nine of the fan roundtable. Uh, we're already cracking into it. Um, the wonderful Simon Stoddard here from Luzon, 
in the Philippines. That's it. Yes. That's it. Nice one, mate. And Ian Grant, after lots of drop-offs, I don't know what type of things he was dropping off, but he was dropping them off. Uh, And Ian's here as well. Thank you, first of all, chaps, for being on. Um, Wonderful lads. As, again, uh, the uh, Hastings fans have outdone themselves. Uh, 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 constant, constant um, requests to be on this podcast, uh, but they're lucky too, Ian and uh, Simon. They're the winners today. Please carry on anyway, Simon, we were saying. Well, so, so, so far as this is concerned, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep blasting for you on uh, in, in my programme column. I'll be quite Got feeling, got that. feeling, yeah. Yeah, I'll try and get. I'll try and get more people. I'll, I'll try and uh, push the case for it. Push the case for your podcast on there, mate. And uh, it, it, it's 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 a shame, really. I, I think tonight's just unfortunate. It, it's weird, really, because it's, it's been such an interesting week, and yet I've only got a couple of people coming. It's weird, Simon. Isn't it? It's very fortunate. Two wonderful minds, such as yourself and Ian's, to come on. I feel very we, proud. I'm sure the three of us. I'm sure the three of us will do our best. I do. Yeah. Si- I, 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 I do sympathise, mate, because it's similar to my days of doing the fanzine all those years ago. You you get to the stage where you think oh, it'd be nice if somebody else helped me out with some material or whatever, you know. And uh, there's a limit to what you can do on your own, isn't there? Um, no, no, it's true. It's true. And obviously, uh, shout out to anyone, please. I always, every week, I'm always got that invite out there. You know, it's good fun. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. What there are no, no reprisals afterwards. Yeah, I've exactly. had nothing, nothing bad has happened to me as a consequence <laughs> of being on this round table over the uh, however long it's been. Or I mean, to be fair, nothing, nothing outstandingly good has happened either. Exactly. But but, you know, it's it's been it's been all right. You don't have to look over your shoulder. That's the main thing. No, no, no more than I do normally. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah near yeah. that West Hill, mate. Anyway, yeah. well, it's been a tumultuous few weeks since the last pod has been out. Um, it only felt like three weeks ago. I feel three, three and a half weeks ago that I did an interview with Paul Barnes where we talked yeah. about budgets and the future. And well, the Barnes era came to an end um, after well a, a, well a run of poor results and poor performances. Uh, Defeat to Wingate and Finchley, 3-2, and he was sacked a few days later. Um, I wasn't at that game. I mean, we're going to talk about the Barnes era, uh, the the long dynasty that it was. Um, But (laughs) but, uh, you were at the 3-2 defeat, weren't you, Ian? I was, yeah. Yeah, Um, it was a very, it was a strange uh, it was a strange game. It's uh, you know, for we were talking on the podcast in the week before about how it was kind of uh, near 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 enough a, a must win game, and um, and we were as flat as we had been in the in the previous weeks. Really, uh, I can I I can put a certain amount of, of it down to lack of confidence. You know, you get a get on a bad run and confidence falls and all that sort of thing. But it was very flat, and uh, um. We didn't really create very much. They didn't really create very much either. Um, uh, we had a horrendous mix-up for the first goal uh, just before half time, uh, so that meant we were behind. Uh, and then they they scored two goals quite early in the second half, to, so we were three nil down. They were again bad goals to give away, really. Um, so at that point, yeah, three nil down. The atmosphere was uh, mutinous. I think it'd be fair to say. <laughs> uh, and you sort of thought, well, this could get really ugly. Um, and then we we kind of reacted. It was like, you know, various players got sufficiently pissed off that um, 
that things started to happen and we got two goals back quite quickly, uh, sort of pushed without really convincing for a, for an equaliser. But there was just that sort of 20 minute period after we'd gone three nil down where, as yeah, particularly David, but others were kind of really pushing on, really, you know, being a bit brave with the ball, a bit more committed. And you just sort of thought, God almighty, why can't we be like this more often? Mm. You know, why does it have to be three nil down at home to a not very good team before we actually really get sufficiently riled up to to um to have a go? Um yeah. so yeah, it was it was um it was a very unsatisfying afternoon and it was not not a great surprise the news the next day, I think it's fair to say. No, I know. I just just I, it was very handy. I couldn't make that game because I was working. I managed to borrow my season ticket to someone, so I'm. I actually felt glad that I missed that one, which is. Uh, and the person I borrowed it to uh, wasn't happy that they saw that, but you know, free game anyway. Yeah, so the Barnes era came to an end. Um, I think we kind of touched on it earlier in the other other podcast, uh, the other the week before, the few weeks before that the way things were looking, that something needed to change. Uh, obviously, Simon, you, you've been away, so you've not seen it but there was a particularly lack of effort lack of commitment from not all the players but a, 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 a few a key few who have yeah. since who have since moved on let's just say right um right and it was very unhastings uh there's certain things that are, are drummed into those players that have been trained up obviously by the dean whites of the world that you know there's certain level of commitment and and a passion and and certain standards that are just a given, no matter if you're winning or losing. And yeah, that has and Paul Barnes kept playing those people. Uh, he, Paul Barnes carries on being a nice guy. He's still a nice guy, making nice statements about everyone. Oh, I mean, he talks a good game, doesn't he? But yeah, talk a good game. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. As I was saying to David, because I've got an interview for this week, I did it with David Radari. I did it on Monday, and he says how much of a nice guy he is, and it was. And it's like, as I said to David, it's like, well, there's a point where you can't be a nice guy anymore. If, if if the people that you're picking are not doing it for you, you need to. And well, this cost him his job, mm. you know. And it's like, oh yeah, it's only ten games in, but Ian, how bad has it been? Well, I mean, it's been pretty bad. I, uh, as I think I said last time around, that the first half against Kingstonian, where was just, I mean, it was really awful. Mm. Um, and that's the that's the worst I've seen for really quite some time. I think you know, obviously, there's the factor of the fact that he's not the new owner's guy. So that means that he's slightly having to prove himself. Um, and, you know, it went OK at the start of the season. But then once things start to tail off, I, I sort of think any team can kind of go on a run of bad results. But you have to. But when you're not not getting any kind of response from the players, there's no kind of level of performance to bounce back. No intensity, no sort of sense that it's really hurting anybody um, mm. that that becomes a real worry. You know that that's more more of a worry than the results. I think the performances really, um, and it was yeah, just it was so flat, so lacking in any kind of intensity. The you know the kind of leaders that you would expect to stand up were very quiet. It was all very quiet, very quiet from the touchline. Which yeah. I, I I don't really mind managers being quiet on the touchline sometimes because I think sometimes all the kind of constant flow of information must do players' heads in. But you sort of think, well, you you're only getting maybe one or two coaching sessions with these players a week. So in a sense, the time when you're on the touchline and they're on the pitch is is another coaching session, isn't it? Really? And if there's nothing coming, it's very very quiet. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously you're following Gary Gary Elphick, who's notably not very quiet. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's quite a contrast. 
but yeah it was just it was go it was going nowhere really unfortunately yeah it, it did crash and burn very quickly it, it felt to me um like people just didn't fancy it mm. they just decided they didn't fancy it um there was nothing there you think you know we, we've all god Watford QPR fans we've all seen crap football we've seen <laughs> us when we've been down yeah. but you always had those people out there that were like you know trying to if, you, if it's not going for you let's keep it simple g the boys up you know and it, and it just was so just defeated it was just it mm. was just such a you know and, and it just shows you with the obviously the change with so obviously don vos going and tyler christian nor and I'll, I'll put it on record as that's the worst captain i've ever seen of a, on a football pitch let alone i someone thinking they're the best player i, I honestly don't i don't know what i don't know well maybe i'll watch a different game um and maybe because i'm a fan you know, I'm only I'm, I'm now trying to think who the worst captain I've ever seen is. So I'll I'll try and come back to you with an answer. Well, the in, the, in the sh- with yeah. the shortest rain, I mean, like yeah. at, particular at Hastings, that's the worst I've seen. Mm. I mean, when we start talking, obviously our clubs, QPR, Watford, there's a fine array of uh, <laughs> piss poor talent there as well. So, <laughs> um, so maybe I'm I'm proving myself wrong, but. Again, it was just, they just people just didn't fancy it. And uh, absolute praise to the owners. They weren't having that. And we changed it quickly. Um, yeah, that's good. You know, I think you, the other thing is, you know, this this division is quite a tough division. And the, if you look if you look at the teams we've lost against recently, they are not the teams at the top of the division. And it's just, if you're not on it in this, you know, against even teams down towards the bottom, if you're not on it, they'll beat you. Yeah. Um, and we've found out. That the, the the kind of hard way of slightly attempted to breeze through some of these games. I think um, looking at the league table a little too much, maybe. I think the start that they got off to possibly uh, I don't know brought in a little bit of overconfidence. I, I don't know. Seemed too good to be true, but then again, as Ian says, you know, look look, look who we've been playing. You know, we you're playing teams towards the bottom. I mean, the fixture, the, the fi- what the fixtures came up with for those first few games was unbelievable, really, and. You you had the Dul- you had the win at Dulwich, which I I I, I follow every game from afar, and uh, I was following that. I thought, look at that, two one up away to Dulwich, brilliant. And uh, but Dulwich have been shit this season; they, they've been well, terrible. Dulwich have got a completely new team. Their whole team yeah. went like the, all the relegated clubs. Most of their yeah. players left at the end yeah, of last yeah, season, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's just something we're not used to. Like I'm not used to it, and you know I'm like very emotional when yeah. uh, all the lads went. I'm not used to that. I'm used to a core being there. So it's oh, just like, mate, oh, I, yeah. I, I saw that. I, I, I saw that 20 years ago when we got relegated in, in 2002, 2003. Uh, uh, it was bloody heartbreaking to see what was a good team just break up and mm. go, which is the which is what which is what you get in football at whatever level, I suppose, in particular semi-professional football. Uh, that was horrendous seeing all those players go. Seeing three of them go along the road to Eastbourne Borough really rubbed salt in the wound. It's a bit like the three White lads Hawk. that went to Whitehawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Whitehawk, yeah. And, and going to Lewis. Um, 
But but the thing was that back then you you had an idea of what it was all about because we'd just been relegated and um, Mick Mapleson, who was the owner at the time, um, the lottery winner number two, he was uh, he had his health problems and he, he, he the financial aspect of keeping the club going was beginning to bite home for him. And so he called it a day. So you could see what was yeah. going to happen. But what's happened this last... Well, it started with Billy Wood going. And then yeah. I, I, I watched I, I watched um, Gary Elphick's interview on YouTube. Mm. And I thought, geez, he, he, he does not sound upbeat. He's, he, he's, this is on the back of two really good seasons. A promotion season. And then we've just missed out on the playoffs at the higher level a year later. We've had two bloody good seasons. Mm. And and listen to him. He does not sound like he's he's had a meeting with the owners, whatever, and something has transpired there. And that was just the start of the mass exodus, wasn't it? And there's never been a – and it, it still bugs me that there's never been any great explanation for it, just letting people know what was going on. I, I put something in the programme about it at the beginning, and Paul Hoggard, who puts together a bloody good programme, he got torn off a strip by Darren Burney about mm. it. And all he'd done was reproduce what I said. Bernie never came and said anything to me. And two weeks later, he's gone. So the whole thing's bizarre, to be honest. It's all, you know, it's all down to you, Simon, then. It's, it's my fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my fault and Paul Hoggard's fault you know, for having the nerves. Basically, what I said was, just tell people what's going on. You're watching all those players go. You watched a full first-team squad disappear one by one. And just think if we kept that squad with maybe a couple going, which is what you get, and added Adam Lovett and David Rodari to that lot, Gordon Bennett, where would we be now? But we'll never know, will we? Early days, early days, Simon. Season's not over. Yeah. Well, Chris, it, it, it's it's a big light, big gleam of light at the end of the tunnel getting Chris back. I'm yeah. just so pleased about that. No, t- we, we just, we've got the wonderful Ben Bennett here. Uh, ben. We were going to just start talking about Aggie. Eddie, do you want to maybe just quickly touch on the Paul Barnes era? We've had a little bit of a conversation about it, but anything you want to add to it? Uh, what, since the last time? Um, well, it was last well, time. He weren't sacked. He weren't sacked last time, was he? No, no, that was just that was uh, just just after Hornchurch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just it was in between Hornchurch mm. and Wingate, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it, it was. I wasn't too upbeat at that point, to be honest. I was trying to find positives out of nothing. Uh, the Hornchurch force first half was all right, but yeah, it, it was um, sadly you never like to say it, but I thought it was uh, it was coming. I think it had been brewing for two or three games, so um, yeah, sadly. But it, that's it now. That's, the thing is, that's it. We, we won't be talking about players like Tyler Christian Law next week, will we? <laughs> I think Chris will be. I just Chris yeah, I went be. into one on that, it. That, I'm gonna that, get myself in trouble. That's yeah, go on. that's one sort of player that. Um, we we're not going to remember, are we? Let's be honest. Remember it. Remember him for not really uh, hearing much about him until he gets booked in the game of football. But other than that, you can just see you later out the door. And his uh, song, and his song, that's been retired as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't really a fan of it. That's for sure. No, you were. You were the first to sing it, Ben. <laughs> mate, I, mate, I'm very picky sometimes. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just to just to sort of uh, overall thing, it was just a shame. Obviously, it was tried out, and that was what was happening at the start it was give it a go and and yeah so it's kind of a it's an it's another new era again now isn't it so let's go again yep English Jose's back in Aggie we trust 
Yes, Chris Agatha's back. I, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with Aggie coming back. I think he's um he's a good coach and he's you know he's it he works well with the youth, bringing the youth through. He's done an absolutely superb job over a, a number of years with us um, until he moved on. Um, and well, what a cracking start as well. Two one against Margate. Asama, what do you think from afar? You're 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 just observing this on the internet. What are you making of it all? It's it's. I, I do my best to keep up, and uh, the, the internet's a godsend. And uh, there's Facebook, WhatsApp, the the podcast. There's there's various things that help me keep up to date. But you can't beat being there, you know. And that's why I'm looking forward to January. I'm I'm back for three or four weeks in January oh, nice. um, to catch up with family, blah blah blah. And uh, I'll obviously get get some games in while I'm there. Um, following from follow, following from over here, it's um, I, I I don't know. I've, it's just been a weird six months, isn't it? And um, the, the 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 new team, I, I couldn't believe how well they started. Um, and, and then it was almost as if one loss seemed to just bring it all to a crashing end, didn't it? And um, I, I I couldn't really make up what was going on with it. And the, the FA Cup. Losing it, I'm not a fan of the FA Cup now. Uh, that, that's a, that's something else that we might discuss at some stage. The FA Cup. Well, I, we're not I, in I it, so we're not discussing. <laughs> I, 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 well, I think it's a grossly overrated petition now. That they were well, devalued. It's oh devalued. yeah, devalued. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. It's yeah, devalued, totally but not devalued. So, so is the trophy when 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 they talk about going to penalties after 90 minutes. What a joke, you know. But anyway, you know, oh, it was just one... he's having a rant. Go on, carry on. <laughs> It was one defeat after another, and and then you had that, and and then the one win in all that lot was against three bridges. So a step four side who put quite a, quite a few kids out in the Sussex Senior Cup, and that 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 was never going to uh, light the fires, was it? And and sure enough, a couple more defeats have followed that, didn't they? And but that was that uh, that was fantastic Tuesday night, and it just seemed appropriate with with Aggie back, didn't it? I mean, for you guys who were there. Must have been must have been really good. I I, I certainly enjoyed it here. <laughs> I tried not to wake the missus up, you know, I'm punching the air. <laughs> when I saw David had scored in the 80th minute, I, I tried desperately hard not to wake the missus up. <laughs> Did, have you seen the goal? It's on Twitter. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, lovely yeah, goal. yeah, lovely yeah, work yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing that makes it that really helps. Uh, Joe Knight's videos, and of course Neo Neo Bridges' uh, videos. I mean, that one he did against Harringay when. Akin Wande got that winner in the last mm. minute or whatever. What a video that was. Oh, was that the, the forward row one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know if he's yeah. done that. Did he do that deliberately? I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely it, brilliant. So must he needs to work on his he must he needs to work on his routine. We were expecting like jumping jacks, backward rolls. Uh yeah. he hasn't done any <laughs> of that yet. That, yeah. He hasn't topped it yet. Yeah, yeah, but uh, there's various ways of helping to keep up with it from afar, and which would have been impossible not many years ago, you know. So, uh, mm. and I'd still do my program column. You do. For well, I, thoughts on Aggie, though. Thoughts on Aggie, Simon. Aggie, great, yeah. because he start he started uh, uh, he started it all off um, because he came with Adam Adam Hinchelwood, didn't he? And uh, Hinchelwood was in charge then, and of course Hinchelwood went to Worthing. And so Aggie took over and uh, gradually worked his way of doing things in. You don't agree with everything the manager does. We never do. We're all good managers, aren't we? We're all better than the guy that's standing in the technical area. But Aggie 
kick things off to, to where we are now. And uh, Gary Elphick was uh, quick to say that uh, he, he was so grateful to uh, Chris Agatha for helping him get things going the way he did. He, he, I know that we'll start hearing the thing about playing from the back again and all that. I'm sure we'll hear all that, but I just well, want yeah, to see some stability. Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to see some stability. <laughs> I'm sure I just want to see some stability, mate. That's, that's what yeah. I want to see. Stability and uh, I, I'd settle for mid-table finish happily and, and then take it from there. Okay. I'm glad to get Chris back. Really am. Okay. Well, I, 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 I think it's brilliant news. I think it's a brilliant appointment for where we are now, apart from anything else. Um, it's not it's not really that dissimilar to the kind of situation he inherited uh, the first time around when we were just in a bit of a muddle um, and we kind of needed some, yeah, stability and structure um, and we needed to kind of remember what we were trying to do, really, what the, you know, what the fundamentals of the club are about. Um, and he laid all of those foundations. Then gradually, I think, I know, I, I don't quite get the, people who bang on about his style of play as if it's just a one-dimensional thing because the reality was that you know he started with with quite a one-dimensional style of play it was very party-party but then built on that layer upon layer and then you ended up with the the kind of team that Gary Elphick inherited which was a a league winning team um so you know as much and that's what it's about and that's what it's about mate (laughs) <laughs> and those those foundations really lasted until the summer. You know, that's the team that that went in the summer. So we've got to lay those foundations again. But I think you look you look through that squad. There's some good young players in there. Mm. It's, it's really good to see some of them back. I'm really happy to see Kean Moynes back. Nobody ever mentions him, but he's I think he's a really promising. You know, full of potential. Uh, and yeah, just it's I mean it's it's an exciting prospect. I think to see all of that. Hopefully, yeah hopefully getting players back being coached in a system that's consistent with a manager who really believes in it all. Uh, hopefully it settles a few people with, with regard to the owners as well in that, you know, we know that Chris Haggart is quite an ambitious young man. Uh, you know, he wants to get on in the game. He's not going to be hanging around if, uh, if there's the club stagnating. We also know that he's not slow to resign should, should the circumstances <laughs> uh, be, uh, be not to his liking um so you know hopefully yeah hopefully we can all we can all move forward we can get the young players firing you can see that the squad needs a bit of reinforcement now that every everybody's gone but that that team that was named on saturday and tuesday you think well that's brilliant load of young players that's a load of things to for a for a proper coach to work with and you know bring it on really all right lovely right uh ben you want to go crack in uh, yes, well, I'm just slightly different to you guys because um, I got kind of the the back of the Chris Agatha's reign in a way because I was up in Scotland for so many years. So I didn't really see much Hastings football up until sort of, yeah, so it's like the back end and then Gary took it on. So I only caught sort of the back end of it, really, uh, for actually going up there, going up to the pilot field and that. But obviously, what, what, bit... you, what you caught, Ben, was the end of a passing sequence that we started in like three seasons before we were passing it sideways for three seasons and then you arrived just at the point where we got it over the halfway line maybe <laughs> yeah possibly this is this is what i keep hearing this is what i keep hearing though to be honest with the main stand uh, groaning in the oh, background oh yeah 
but that that that, hap- that happened under Gary Elphick as well, and yeah, there was, there was yeah. no no please. I, I cast them as the main stand, sort of the the board brigade, because um, all they want to do is moan, to be honest, um, instead of support. So, yeah, but uh, that's that's obviously a, a debate elsewhere. But yeah, I'm um, I'm delighted to be honest. I got I got lucky enough on Tuesday night. I actually got an extra bonus Q and A with Chris and. Uh, Lee Parnell, big shout out to Lee Parnell for driving Tuesday night. Actually, yeah, top man. I wouldn't have been there if he didn't drive, probably because uh, funds are not not the greatest at the moment. So uh, he's, he's helped out great there. And um, who else was it? Me, you, Lee, and oh, Kevin Westbrook. Westbrook uh, lucky yeah. enough, a curry yeah. and chips. Get, get around a in curry, Westbrook. A, 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 the 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 back end of the uh, players' uh, sweet dinner. After yeah. match dinner of a little bit of curry and chips and uh, a few Q and A's um, and yeah. I, I was I was made up to be honest I was I was lucky enough to uh, to to have been there and sort of the, the the positivity that was coming out of his mouth and uh, what he's obviously heard from what the owners are saying and in in another debate what could be happening with the pilot field as well um, it was all so positive and yeah. I can I can only go go on that um, from what it was a few weeks ago under under Paul Barnes and some of the players that were there I was from Tuesday night it was a breath of fresh air from the moment we got in the car to traveling up there it's just a different buzz around just going for a pint and everyone's buzzing to have him yeah. back do you know what I mean I, like I say I wasn't I didn't see all his his time there before um but what what I've heard now and and just Tuesday to go by of just everyone's just seems to be fired up again yeah. ready to go and it's like Come on, let's go. It's obviously there is work to do, um, but that was a young side out there Tuesday night, and 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 they they all put in a shift. Um, and in the day we 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 was there, we thought we'll take a draw. If it's a draw, we'll take a draw just to get a point back on the board and get up and running points wise in the league. And um, and to come away with three points was was just brilliant, and and the scenes was justified with with how they performed, and it was just great to be there. To be honest, the whole atmosphere was was great as normal but it was just that extra buzz i just thought it was just it was yeah it's a, a great first game back for him so um yeah. and of course going have, and also when you when we spoke to him he didn't have a lot of preparation going into the game he didn't even have a training session with the players it was a case of sort of i think it was probably a few phone calls and um get get yourself up there whoever's not traveling with us we'll get we'll meet at the ground and we'll have a chat then so and that was it just go with it so it was pretty mm. um spontaneous in the way and um and that's what makes it even better result, really, because the preparation wouldn't have been that great. Well, what what I find positive about it is is obviously there's some of the London boys that are there that obviously you know you, you think you know maybe they're I'm in an iron about staying. Whatever he said to them, they were bang up for it. So and they were playing like it. This is a different team from Wingate and Finchley, Kingstonian. This is you know like, yes, a few players have gone. The Don Boses, the Tyler Christian yours, but there is other players there that may, maybe their levels have gone down. They were up for it. I felt they were excellent. Like obviously Jamal, I felt Jamal, one of our youngsters that came in, great game. Um, obviously Freddie, you know David Radari's finish, class finish, you know, and and even the Margate manager said that we were deserved winners. You know, like we were on top that game. We really we weren't lucky. Um, you know that when we went one nil down, the heads didn't go down. Obviously the the fans behind the goal and everything. We kept giving our support as well. It was just a great away day. Come back two one victory. It was just you know it was just great to be there. Also, also with the fact with the youngsters as well, they they're probably thinking oh, this this is great because they've for weeks on end 
um, going back to Paul Barnes, he, he just he didn't like to change it. It felt like he was playing players because he brought them in. And he was trying to make sure they play them into four. I thought the team almost picked itself every game, didn't it, for a while? And and that 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 happens when you're on a winning streak and you're winning games. And you don't mind, and that's what did happen when we were winning. But it was no, it didn't want to change it, did he? Just it was, and then you felt for the youngsters who were, they might have come in for forty-five minutes, and then they were getting taken off, or they would only come in because someone was injured. And you don't know if they're going to play the next game. And even if they played well, you thought, well, probably one of his mates would come back in, and and away we went. I.e., Tyler Christian Noor played pretty much every game, and I. I wouldn't have put him anywhere near the side in the first place, let alone captaincy. That's just a prime example. But it's brilliant for the youngsters um, to be... And they'll, they'll be coached brilliantly by him. He clearly is great for the youngsters. Obviously, he comes in from the Brighton Academy where he's just he's obviously finishing off his contract or whatever it is there. And um, it's it's brilliant for everybody, really. And yet, like you say about the London London lads, hmm. obviously they're not there. Not all of them have gone. Some of them are still here, and and they were fired up just yep. as much as what the youngsters hmm. was and what we were. Do you know what I mean? So that's so positive. It was great. I'm very happy. And I was uh, Terry Scott, who's not here, just to say uh, Terry Scott. She was too. Uh, wasn't depressed, but she she didn't want to come on. Um, she was too down about her side. I must give her a shout out. The wonderful Terry Scott on Margate. Uh, Unbelievably, her own fans slagging her off. Uh, Margate, what what a crap bunch of fans! Awful, just like. And how many were there? Like a couple hundred. Well, the, the attendance they said. Uh, well, what I saw earlier was two nine three. I thought I actually was more than that there. It I felt like that, but that was just where we were, wasn't it? I mean, I actually felt like more than what a pilot field crowd of eight hundred sometimes is. <laughs> 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 but honestly, I the noise, yeah. More, I actually thought there was more than that, and you think you could hear they were that quiet. You could hear just her, her from, yeah. the, from the other, from the other end of the ground. And you imagine what fourteen of us voices were like, and yeah. a drum getting well, we across were, there. Do you know what so I mean? we didn't sing to the Margate. We were singing to the Terry. That's what we were, we were getting, trying to get her to sing songs back at us because their Margate was uh, what a terrible. Anyway, they don't well, deserve we, we, her. We, we, they we don't deserve singing, her. We, 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 we were singing to them, weren't we? Uh, Terry's too loud for you. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> is she available on on a transfer at all? Can we <laughs> negotiate terms? Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, bless her. Chris, Chris would love that. No, shut up with you. Right. <laughs> no, I love, I, but Terry's got lovely, <laughs> lovely lady. Um, yeah, she is. Uh, we got a, she gave us all a stick of rock, didn't she? she a did. Margate stick of rock. Margate rock. Yeah. And, uh, and three points. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> and a really good night. Cheers, Terry. Yeah, that, that, that was that was very good. So, all right, and so we move on for Margate. Um, we got a we got a toughie Saturday. Uh, Carl Shorten. Um, the league somewhat lies because they're fifth, but I think they've I think seven games now without a win. So, what do we think, chaps? I didn't uh, know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, they top we... at one point. They were top at one point, weren't they? I, I, well, I, they're probably because if they haven't won for seven games, they were, they yeah. were well up. It was well first mm. or second. Whatever. So um yeah, I'm... you you boys crack on. What do you think, Saturday? Yeah, Ian Simon. Well, you just got just got to follow it up with a performance, haven't we? You know, otherwise Tuesday Tuesday night only really means anything if we follow it up. So mm. that's the thing. Just you just want a performance. Radari's banned for this game. Oh, is he? Mm. So oh, it could be Harry Ralph up front. Uh, <laughs> 
Where was Freddie playing the other night? Was he coming down the right flank like he was last season when I last saw him? Freddie Lake. Yeah. Um, we was trying to work out the formation when the, when the lineup yeah. came out. I, but I, I come to the conclusion it was like a, a 5 3 2 defensively stroke 3 5 2 attacking, and Freddie was more like the right wing back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what, that's what I, I looked at it. And, he had like TT Walters was kind of swap, swapping flanks as well. He was drifting all over. Um, but yeah, Freddie was yeah he was the right side anyway. How was Ollie Black the other night? I saw his long throw creating mayhem. Then and he, he came back pretty quick, didn't he? Yeah. Very quick. And he's the reason we were one-one. Great throw in. They couldn't deal with it, and they politely put it in their own net. Bless them, Margate. I know there's more to Ollie than his than his long throws, but he was wasted at county league level. I'm, not one hundred percent sure about him at this level, but uh, it's, it's good. It's good to get him back. I, I like Ollie. It's good to get him back. Was it the training? It was the training that uh, up in London that uh, saw him go in the first place, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, probably. I don't know. Or they didn't fancy him. I, I don't know about Ollie Blake. Any Ben? Anything? Well, in terms I, I of think, why he went, I, I think I think without knowing the true facts, I think yes. the uh, train the, the training at Greenwich played a part in one or two yeah. of them. I, I think. For sure, right, right. And, and, I'm sure, and, and, and I, and I, I didn't. Well, what, what, what? It's not up for me to say, but I didn't. I'm not sure how you could have a proper group of players. So, some are training up there. Some didn't even go sometimes. And then, and then, and then having split traveling, you can't get a proper team. It was together, a joke. It? it was a joke. It, it was, it was, it was, it was a bit of a mess, really. Um, but yeah, that's like I say. I think it was more to do with a few of them didn't fancy the Greenwich. That was definitely an issue there. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Chris is beavering away, looking to get a few in. But we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Well, I, I think I think without knowing yet, I think I like to think there will probably be a couple coming in before Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You reckon? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see it being as it is from Tuesday night. I think, even though it was a great result, whatever we, but we know there needs to be a couple more additions. Um, well, I suppose you can get them in time, still, though. That's the thing, isn't it? There's still time, isn't it? Doesn't it? It, it all happens so quickly. No one wants to tell you nothing, and they just throw it out there. Well, look, look at, look at, look at that amazing signing, that last signing we had. He <laughs> <laughs> was signed, and then he didn't kick a ball, and he was away to Welling wherever he went. Kareem, wasn't it? Kareem. No, the best one was Jamel Hector Ingram, but he he did play Daddy a couple of games. He's still down, the, yeah. He's he's still <laughs> down the pub. Yeah, yeah, maybe up to have been there. It's his song. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, so Carl Shorten, you know, my heart my heart says we're winning, but my head's thinking, you know, we'll do well to just let's just get a point. Let's just just as long as we're solid, mm. you know. Yeah, it's not. About, I, think, I think we if, we need to give people something to buy into, don't we? Because it's it has been a mess over the last few home games, and it doesn't really give anybody any anything to kind of really get their teeth into. So you know, just yeah, a performance, a draw would be fine, really, wouldn't it? You know, just something, it's just something to show that we're you know we're making progress, that we've got you know that, that things are happening, things are changing for the better. Well, hopefully, the pilot field's going to be bouncing, and all us fans, and particularly main stand, who I know are not going to moan at all. To be I fair, I don't he... think you can bounce in the main stand. I think the I think <laughs> it'll come down, fall down. That'll yeah. upset John we'll Wills. Bring it down. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised a few moans and groans hasn't taken a few uh, roof tiles off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, as I say, I just think the the the, the, the I think the atmosphere is going to be great Saturday. 
the weather might not be, and you never know, the weather might intervene here because the forecast ain't great. But um, Oh, that would be gutting, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. That would be gutting. Uh, sorry to bring that down. Or oh, man. Um, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I was but, happy before that. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, you could just, you could just sense he's so pleased to be back. He feels like this, this is where he wants to be, and yeah. um, I think he'll turn. I think he'll turn quite a few heads from who obviously do have doubts about him. And I think um, with the back in, it's he's coming in under a different situation this time, isn't it? They've got they've got totally different owners, proper Hastings people. Yeah, as in as in owners, and they're going to support him along the way. I think this is. Personally, think this is this isn't just a stopgap. This is this could be for a while, and I think mm. it'll be given it'll be given the time. And then, like I say, the, the th- other things can, will fall into place. I think yeah. there's a lot of things about sponsorships and that get getting done off the field as well. Obviously, getting tidied up. We see a lot. We we're more engaged with the social media side of things more than we used to be. That things that sort of things getting sorted out. Um, just the small things, it'll all click into place, hopefully. And yeah, going back to Aggie, I think yeah, he's, he sounded absolutely buzzing that he was back, and he just he was he's just loving it. he was loving it. So um, let's yeah. let's go on Saturday night. Car Shelton will be a, will be a tough game. Um, they've obviously got something to prove. Them players on the back of a bad run, and the place should be bouncing. Let's be honest. Um, you're not going to please everybody, are you? At the end of the day, that's it's football. Everyone's going to have an opinion. You're not going to please everybody. Decision managers' decision, players' decisions. It's very hard to get two people on the same page. But I think um, I think it's really positive. And if we if we can get a draw Saturday, it'd be a really good result. And um, it's, it's stability as well, isn't it? Well, that, that's the thing. You know, we're talking about uh, obviously Aggie coming in. It's part of a few things, as you've already mentioned, Ben. That hopefully I'm going to get uh, Ben White and um, Andy Batsford on. That there's some proper proper developments that are exciting about the pilot field and you know they can this to me is just going hand in hand the proper appointment proper manager in at real good developments with the ground that are going to be great for the community as well you know that i think most people are going to be on board with um do you know do you know what the big thing is though when, when you look at the situation of this time last year um and it also proves what a cracking job Gary Elphick did do with all the distractions of uh, cough, cough, Eastbourne, which obviously was never happening. Um, and also uh, Carl Kill and, and all that. That's that's a big distraction. And, and for the fact of the matter that Gary and the team put a lot of that, tried to shut away from all that, it was, would have been so hard. And to go and do what they did last season was really, really good. And, it, what, and that's what I mean. That's why it's so uh, Aggie has come in now. And he hasn't got that distraction, which is so important. Mm. There's no such thing about Tolkien's done whatever, whatever that's that's down there, that's down Queensway and out of the way. But he can concentrate on the team, and like you say, we hear about little things about the pilot field and developments of the pilot field. It's only going to help. It's only positive. Well, there's there's the opportunity, isn't there, for the whole club to be pulling in the same direction, which hasn't happened for a little while, yeah. and potentially for the town to be backing that up as well and that you know that that would be fantastic that could be really something it feels like the the, the council are obviously happy to work with the whites and it's so so big isn't it let's be honest yeah in, instead of what what was there before or what well it had reached it reached a just an intractable point hadn't it with with the previous owners i mean you know i, I think we've obviously been through all all of the ins and outs of that, but it just it just got to that point where there was just no going back in terms of any kind of relationship between them and the council. And so, 
yeah just just um starting that again um is is a is a is a great thing really hopefully it'll yield some results yeah soon soon uh, we can talk about that right go on simon have there been sorry i'm, I'm cutting in a bit on the ground actually have there been some developments really that regarding the pilot field or, or are we still are we still where we are and people getting to know each other and this and that and the other or, or uh, anything? i think they've gone past the first day uh simon uh they're on to um they're on to coffee and chocolates now um all oh, right right yeah they're, they're i mean that's a whole image that i really <laughs> didn't want yeah no simon the they're, they're, there's lots of meetings going on and hopefully something's going to be announced in the next week or two about really? the, the provisional sort of plans is is what I'm aware of. So I don't really want right. to say anything and bugger anything up. So um Yeah, 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 yeah. But hopefully we'll have and we'll have obviously Ben on. I think I think there's a fan forum being arranged, as far as I'm aware. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah. I might catch him after that probably. But um Was it not originally planned for third, fourth November? I can't imagine. Oh what the fan forum? I don't, I don't know. I ain't seen yet. Apparently, seen. something was penciled in, but originally that was a while ago. So I heard, but I don't know if it's if it's still um, taking place. But find out Saturday. Was, I can imagine. I can yeah. I can imagine we might um, we might know something. But I yeah. um, I felt this like is Ben White you're talking about, yeah. Well, D, D White, Ben Ben White. Well, yeah. I imagine they'll be taking it along with obviously with Chris. I imagine Ag, Ag, Aggie a bit. Out the front as well, that's bit. I remember Ben making his debut for Hastings when he was Hastings Town when he was fifteen against. Oh, yeah. uh, he was fifteen or sixteen, and he played a Southern League Premier game towards the end of the season. It was this would have been back in I don't know the mid nineties, and he was about fifteen, I'm sure, and he made his debut against Hales Owen Town in the oh, Southern League Prem. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Yeah, did you back him? Oh, he was—he he looked all right then. I was—I I still recall that. That, that was a well long time ago. I also remember Dean when he was manager. He came to some sort of this. This was against Hales Owen again. Might even have been the same game. Mm. We played Hales Owen, and the referee was—it uh, was the last game of the season, and the re- and it was the referee's final game. He was retiring, oh, and right. Dean came to an arrangement with the two linesmen, and, and maybe the opposing manager was in on it as well. And he pretended to dispute a decision right, just right at the end of the game. Yeah. And, and he went up to the ref and tipped a bucket of water over his head. And it was all, <laughs> all, 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 part, all part of it. All part of it. The linesmen were in on it. One, one, great bit of football comedy. You, you, yeah. re- referees could be all right sometimes. And this one was very good. <laughs> but I remember Ben making his debut when he was, yeah, he, wow. he, he was in his mid-teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see the Whites involved. I'm, I'm really mm. pleased to see them there. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, yeah. Any forum comes up, and then if my any podcast comes out before then, I'll make sure I advertise it. Yeah, Ben was a good player. I played alongside Ben a few games for. Uh, well, I was actually in the in the reserves at the time. So that was where was I? That was almost coming up to sort of two thousand and three, four, something like that. Alongside him in the midfield, there it was it was a good player, really good player. How was your hair then, Ben? Did you was it was it? Was it a comb over at the time? Your hair? I ain't telling you. <laughs> don't, don't worry about no need for that. No need for that, Chris. It's going. Mine's going now. Going back there. Good. 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 <laughs> it's obviously not that now, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no. Um, D- Dean and Ben, proper proper Hastings people. 
exactly. Uh, I've got I've got a lot I've got a lot of time for him. Obviously, I I know him, I know Ben obviously quite really well, and Dean I can just I chat away to him anyway, and um, he, he's he's very open, but they're they're ruthless, and I've always I've already proved that. Yeah. Good. Well, they got on with it, didn't they? They saw the, they saw it needed sorting, and they were they went in there and they and, and they did that. And yeah, well done to them. Well done well to done. them. Is, is is Glenn White involved as well? Is he still is he involved in some way with with some of the youth youth set up there? I think he's got I think he's got some sort of role because it, it, it well he he was part of the uh, like the interim on on Saturday, wasn't he? Along with Ben right. Cornelius, who's with the who's with the uh, the younger ones as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And Sean Ray, um, they kind of took an interim role on um, Billericke, didn't they? Uh, but I think they all have some sort of part with the academy. Barry White, is Barry White involved at all? <laughs> 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 no, that's one White we'll leave out, I think. Yeah. Oh, just, just finishing off for me, another big bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Tom Chalmers is is uh, is he's, he's yes, coming along well. Really soon, soon. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Because December, December he's back, isn't he? Is that Something what last like that. I heard? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Didn't, didn't um, um Matt obviously Matt has a relation of Tom. Didn't he say December, Ben? Or did he say November? Yeah, I, I can't was, remember. Yeah, sort of end of November, December time. Yeah. Um I, I hope he's not rushed back. It's not like it's sort of end of the season business. It is we're we we'll be banging in the middle of the season. Just take his time with it. Yeah, he's in back. He's in back. It, it's a it's a big op he had, so it's um I know, but yeah. he's young. He'll want, to, he'll want to rush it back, will he's, he? he's eager to be back. And what's good about Tom as well is he, he's been with the team every single game, like mm. this season. From what I've seen, he's been there every game, um, pretty much all the training sessions. Nice, and he's obviously, he's obviously eager to get out there, but it's it's not a rush job, that's for sure. No. So talking of people that have been there every game, your personal photographer's been there every game. You. Are you got anything to say about Scott White? Why do you always Scott White? Obviously, I can't let it go, mate. I can't let it go. Scott White, (laughs) every time, every time, your big head's in the way. I tell you, we've we've had three managers, we've had three managers in the last six months. Yeah, it just seems a kiss of death, mate. Kiss of death. (laughs) I I think I think this could be this could be a wildest one. There won't be another one. No, no, it won't be. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely, absolutely, in Aggie we trust, mate. English Jose, I can love him. Yeah. Right, boys. Yeah. Ben, yeah. Ian, Simon, thanks for coming on. Take care, lads, and see you at the game. Well, and I'll see you in January at the game, Simon. You will, mate. I'll be there. I'll be there. All right, All right boys. Good. Take care, chaps. Yeah, mate. Nice right. Well, that's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com. The Twitter, which is sbtspod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However you get your podcast, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is SBTS Podcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that, see you at the game.